Gospel Message, Week 41 The Peace That Surpasses All Understanding The Book of Colossians, Chapter 3, Verse 15 The Amplified Version says, Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed, you were called as members in one body of believers, and be thankful to God always. The book of Romans chapter 8 verse 6 says, But to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Psalms 34 verse 14 says, Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Let us pray. Father, Lord God Almighty, we thank you for the promise of peace and of rest. As we dive into study this morning, we pray, Lord God Almighty, that you reveal yourself to us. And at the end, let everybody experience true peace. In Jesus' name, amen. I would like to start us off with three questions. Let us do our best to answer them within our hearts and be truthful to ourselves and to God. What do you define as peace? What is the opposite of peace to you? And what is currently hindering your peace? Oftentimes, we're not very sure of the meaning of peace according to God's word. We think most times that peace is a mood. It's how you feel at a certain point in time. Or it's a momentary emotion. I bring it to you this morning. Peace is not an emotion. It's a state of being. If you can repeat it with me, peace is a state of being. When we look at the first scripture that I read, it says, let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. This peace is supposed to be the state of our being as children of God. We are supposed to be governed by this peace, so much so that it's supposed to be the controlling factor 
in how we decide and settle questions that arise in our daily lives. Let's journey into the tripartite being of human beings. Just like our Father God, we are three in one. We are spirit, pneuma, soul, psyche, and body, soma. These are the three components of the nature of man. Why do we care about these facts? Because each part of the human being have to work in harmony in order for us to achieve this peace. Just like God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit work in harmony together, they are one and the same, our body, soul, and spirit have to be functioning in the same frequency in order for us to be in peace. When we say peace is a state of being, it means that that is who you are. It is who you are. My name is Tokumbo. It's who I am. I'm a peaceful person. I'm at peace. It's not a mood. Again, we have to make sure we remember it's not a mood. So back to the tripartite being. We care because one of the scriptures I read in the beginning says, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. When you're spiritually minded, it means that your spirit is in control of your tripartite being. Just as God the Father is the commander of the Trinity, his spirit, his son, all one God. The spirit should be in control of the soul and the body at all times. But if the spirit is in control, it means that the spirit needs to be fed the proper thing to control the soul and the body in the proper way. How do we achieve peace in our spirit? We spend time with God. So the number one way we achieve peace is by spending time with God. The Bible says, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. It also says that when we pray, that we will, the Lord will give us peace that surpasses all understanding. The Bible also says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our God. How do you know God? You spend time, a koinonia fellowship with God. So when we spend time with God in prayer, in reading the word, in worship, in surrounding ourselves with things that edify our spirit man, our spirit receives power. It's flowing in that peace 
Because no matter what you spend time before God, your spirit is intrinsically functioning in a state of peace because our Jehovah is Jehovah Shalom. And what happens is once the spirit is fed, our soul, which is our imagination, conscience, memory, reasoning, affections, they become controlled by that peace. And before you know it, your body is responding to that peace that is stemming from your spirit into your soul and is now coming to your body through your sight, your smell, your hearing, your taste, your, your, your feeling, your touch. You just see that your peace is transcending all three parts of your being. And that's why we say that peace is a state of being. In Christ's eyes, it is not a mood. It is a state of being. Peace is a state of being. It's a state of being. It's beautiful to walk in this peace. I'll read Colossians 3.15 again. It says, let the peace of Christ. It calls it the inner calm of one who walks daily with God. It calls peace of Christ the inner calm, meaning it is, a, it is who you are. It is, who, it is not a mood. It is who your spirit man is. It's a calm spirit. The spirit of God is not noisy. And if we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, then we're definitely carrying that peaceful spirit. So intrinsically, we, we become peaceful beings when we're filled with him. It says the inner calm of one who walks daily. It says, be, let this peace be the controlling factor in your hearts. So it means that when the inner calm in your spirit is there, your heart, which is, which is your soul, right? Your soul will now be controlled by that peace that is stemming from your spirit. It said this should be how we decide and settle questions that arise in our daily lives through the peace that is transcending from our spirit. And what happens when you decide with this peace? You realize that your actions are peaceful actions. So you see that we are now in one piece, spirit, soul, and body functioning in the highest frequency of tranquility, functioning at the highest frequency of tranquility, almost unable to be moved by anything, not because we are nonchalant, but because we're so ruled by this peace, it says to this peace, same Colossians 3.15, to this peace, indeed, we were called as members in one body. The peace is a calling. It's a promise. It's an inheritance we have when we receive Jesus. So if today you're listening to this podcast, and you are not at a state of calm. Know that something is taking your inheritance of peace away from you. 
Some people might be like, yeah, I'm at peace. So let's look now at how you know that you are not at peace. First of all, lack of peace. You notice that you lack focus. You're constantly having a wandering mind. Your mind is constantly wondering. What this does is it affects your productivity and your energy. Second category of signs that we lack peace. Lack of joy. Everyone is constantly always asking if we're okay. We're easily ticked off and irritated. We're temperamental in nature. What this does, secondly, this category is that it affects our social interaction. Third category is worry. Always anxious. Planner complex. The need to be in control. Obsessing over future needs and wants. Fear. Inferiority complex. Superiority complex. Pride. What this does is affect our confidence and how we view ourselves. You can see if someone is disorganized, they lack focus. They have mental quirks. They have emotional instability, conflicts within themselves. These are the things that show that we are lacking peace because none of these things are evidence that Christ Shalom is in us. So how do we achieve this peace? We've spoken about dwelling in God's presence, being around God, soaking ourselves with him, creating a koinonia relationship, intimacy. But let's go into practical steps. How do we do it? We pray. Prayer is the key. But not just any kind of prayer. We're not screaming at God. For this kind of prayer. Yes, you pray for peace. Huh. If your peace is hindered, you can't think straight. In fact, your gifts in the spirit will be marred by your lack of peace. Yes, yes. And lack of peace shows immature knowledge of Christ because the Bible says grace and peace be multiplied. So it can be multiplied. It is in levels through the knowledge of God. So if peace is at its lowest form in man, you know that person is not increasing in their knowledge of God. So we pray. But how do we pray? We drive our prayers deep into our doubts and our fears and our inferiorities. We bear it naked before God. We have to pray deep Thorough prayers that intrude all areas of our spirit, soul, and body. We pray with strong focus and intent. All on peace. We're not screaming at God. We are driving our prayers into the deeper innermost parts of ourselves to begin to uproot everything, be it childhood memories, be it trauma, be it heartbreak, be it upbringing that has just molded us into people who lack peace. We drive our prayers deep into our beings 
allowing the Holy Spirit to take root in us so that everything that is opposing to peace can leave. As we're doing this, next, we let go of guilt. We let go of pain. We make conscious efforts to let go of pressure, unforgiveness, grudges. We release it all to God. We release it all to God. We let it go through meditation, through prayer. We repent of these things and let them go. We pray also about things that worry us. Don't just go to God about enemies and no. If you are worried about something, be, be, be humble enough to, 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 to pray sincere prayers about the situations that you go through. If you are scared, go to God, say you are scared. If you are frustrated, use that word. Don't just come with enemies. This one, that, no. If you are scared, say, if you, if you fear shame, tell God, I fear shame. It's what, bear your truth before God. He sees you. Jehovah El-Rohi. He sees you. Give all your worries to God in prayer with thanksgiving. And the Bible says when we do that, he gives us peace that surpasses our understanding. Find scriptures about peace. You can write them down on sticky notes and stick them on your mirror where you can see them. Stick them on your dashboard. Stick them on your cubicle at work. Scriptures about peace. Stick them on your laptop. Use them as your wallpaper. Find time each day to meditate on this. Say them aloud, whatever you profess. That is the reason you need to say it out loud. It's not enough to think it. You say it out loud to profess it by faith unto reality in your life. You take a scripture about peace. You recite it in faith, believing that it belongs to you and that the word of God is living and active and it's doing something within you. As you do that and you believe the words that you say out loud, before you know it, you are transforming on the inside. So we need to study the word and soak ourselves in worship Oh my God, I can't tell you enough. So praise God, find time to, even if it's one day, one day a week, you will have 30 minutes just praising God. Do that. Find soaking music where you just sit before God and just praise him. Let the music play in the background. You just worship him, adore him, be in his presence, enjoy it. Now we're going to more practical things. You know how we said, you know, the the body responds to what your spirit looks like because your soul responds to what your spirit looks like also. When you make your bed, you declutter, you keep a clean room, you keep a clean home, keep a clean car, folder, bookshelf, you organize yourself and you ask God's help to help you enforce discipline concerning your responsibilities, what you find is that you are now practicing the fruit of the spirit that is temperance, the fruit of the spirit that is self-mastery. 
And what happens is you, before you know it, you are fostering an environment of peace and tranquility as you keep clean space, place, spaces that are go. If you are the kind of person whose home is filled with so much, begin to let so much go. Huh? Keep a decluttered space, a space that is clean and airy. This will help your body, that part of you that is the body, feel that peace. And the truth is, once you begin to soak yourself really in your spirit and you are praying these peace prayers, your body automatically, you just don't want to see clutter. You just begin to declutter. So if you are still enjoying all the clutter that is around you, yeah, we are going to need to really reinforce peace within our inside so our outside can begin to foster peace. Next is we practice moving in God, moving at God pace. The Bible says in him we live, we move and have our being. What that means is we move at the pace that God moves. God is never in a haste and never in a rush. Because he has foresight. He's never in a haste and never in a rush. He's a God that does things in time as they should be done. He's a responsible father. If we force our bodies to slow down, you need to, we need to do it. We, if you are the kind of person all the time, rushing, rushing all the time, road rage, everything, you know, no, no, no. Force your, move at God pace, even while you are driving. Don't rush. Think peaceful thoughts and actively slow your body down on purpose. And if you feel like you are rushing, slow your body down. Tell your body, hear the word of the Lord. Receive peace. And breathe in and out and peacefully. Don't rush. Don't allow yourself to be rushed. Don't be lazy, but don't be in an unnecessary rush. If you are organized, like the last one we're talking about in being organized, the last point we just spoke about, you won't need to be in unnecessary rushes. Sometimes um, you can't control some situations, but even in those times, slow down. Know that God is in control and your rushing won't do much. Slow down. Slow down. If you have an emergency and you have to be somewhere real fast, still slow down down i promise you don't fume don't fret don't do it don't do it don't fume don't fret practice silence for at least 10 minutes every day just silence for about 10 minutes every day try to lock yourself away from your kids just find somewhere 10 minutes just be silent Feel the Holy Spirit move. Feel the Holy Spirit move around you. Feel him surround you with his aura of peace and just breathe it in and breathe out all your anxiety and just receive energy in yourself. Practice speaking less and listening more. Listen to understand and not to reply. For the Bible says in multitudes of words, there is always sin. Listen to understand and not to reply. Listen when you pray. Oh my God. Write down the things that God lays on your heart. Listen when you pray. 
Also, avoid negative small talk. All those small talks about, oh, this president, we hate him. Oh, this person, we don't like them. Oh, this is better. No, avoid negative small talk. All those things matter. Practice, practice positivity and optimism. Don't allow yourself to be around negativity and don't comment on any of those. Don't, don't give any as much as you can. Refrain from negative comments and negative energy. If you, com- if you must comment, comment with optimism. Avoid anger and irritation like a plague. Try as much as possible not to pick up offense. The Bible says as much as is in your heart, Romans 12, live peaceably with all men. Love people. Smile. Greet people. Ask them genuinely how they are. These are the ways that we can begin to foster spiritual and divine self-mastery as we go into this journey of finding God's peace. Remember, it's a promise. It's It's an inheritance that we have in Christ. This peace. It's not just a mood. I keep saying it. It's not a mood and it's not an emotion. It's who you are. You are either peaceful or you are not. And lack of peace is a sign of lack of God in, in, in one. Yes, lack of peace is, is a sign of lacking God. So I urge you today and ask the questions we asked in the beginning one more time. What do you define as peace? And what is currently hindering your peace? What do you think peace is not? Remember? We've said it, what peace is not? We should be able to answer these questions now with clear understanding. And I admonish you, don't start to tomorrow, start today. After this podcast, take some time, even if it's just 10 minutes. Pray the words of Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of Christ, his inner calm, oh my God, let it dwell inside of you. Let it fill you from the inside out. Let it exude from you onto others, extending his peace everywhere you go. Even where you are right now, you can take a deep breath. And breathe in his love and his peace and exhale. Breathe out anxiety. Breathe out unforgiveness. Breathe out grudges. Breathe out fear. Take as much breath as you need to take in and out. And as you breathe in each time, breathe in peace. Imagine that the peace of God is filling you up. And as you breathe out, imagine that you are breathing out all negative thoughts, negative energy. Feel the Holy Spirit surround you. Oh, Feel him surround you with love, with joy and peace. Feel him bubble up inside of your spirit. 
as that peace that has been that has been asleep for so long is beginning to awaken by the word of his power yes we thank god for peace we thank god for the inheritance and i pray that as you begin this journey into god's rest that you will abound in the love the joy and the peace of Christ. Amen.